This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now on the line, I'm joined by Director of uh, Tupaya's Endeavours, Lala Rose Morena to you, Lala. Kia ora. Lovely to talk to you this fine morning in Wellington, if oh. it's fine in Dunedin. It's not too shabby. It's not too shabby. You know, and of course I'm coming live from the University of Otago, uh, your old alumni. Oh my God. <laughs> the shame. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I was terrible. I was a young woman from Fiji, even though in Pākehā skin with a very Fijian mind, and I was lost. So I tried to be like a Kiwi, which included drinking a lot and uh. um, and being crazy and not really going to lectures for quite a long time. So a traditional Otago student then? That's right. Gruesome. <laughs> Grueling and gruesome. Oh, I'm sure you have one or two fond memories, hopefully. Yeah, no, I do, I do, I do, I do. Yeah. Right, Tupaya's endeavour. Um, <laughs> um, wonderful, wonderful documentary and an important one too um, because um, unfortunately Tupaya is still very little known. So can you just straight off the bat, who was Tupaya? So he was a Tahitian. He was an incredibly intelligent man, skilled in linguistics, um, older, like in his sort of mid to late 40s, which is why Kirk Torrance plays him. He was the same age and the same handsomeness. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That's what we think anyway. (laughs) Um, uh, Although Tahitians did say to us, why did you choose someone so white to play today? And we're like, oh, (laughs) we don't think he's white, but yep. Um, No, but he, and he was an arioi. An arioi was, they were a group of um, the kind of intelligentsia of, of Tahiti and they, um, did all the they did all the priestly stuff, all the stuff that wasn't about getting food on the table. So they did um, entertaining, mm. storytelling, and um, priestly duties like tahua tohunga duties uh, um, around health and navigation, and you know seeing things that the community needed to understand and those. So, um, and he was highly skilled, so highly skilled navigator and and a tohunga or a tahua. He, yeah, a, a man of many talents. Yeah, one, yeah. one guy in our film, a beautiful um, Tahitian carver, uh, Eriki, says he had so many hats on his head. Mm. Yes, he, he had so many hats on his head. Very much so. Uh, it's interesting you were talking about um, Kirk before, um, you know, this, they were saying he, he was a bit white for the role. Uh, how, yeah. how I was interested in how the Tahitians thought about having a Māori playing Tupaya. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting, actually. They were, um, in Tahiti, the, the, the process of colonisation, it seems to me, and please, if you're Tahitian and this is wrong for you, ring in and tell them or tell me or get me on Facebook or something, but, um, you know, speak to me. Uh, but it seems the process of colonisation was pretty brutal. Yes. Um, and, and, and Salmon pointed out they had like a double whammy. First they had the English missionaries and then the French missionaries. So they got doubly missionized. Um, so things were really, really suppressed. And um, so for them, I mean, I've had emails and people saying thank you so much for standing up for our culture and thank you for telling the story. Tahitians are strong and amazing and are doing their thing, but they just... They don't poke their heads up above the parapets, or whatever you call it, as, as much as haven't in the past, you know. Um, I don't know. It's, sorry, I'm a little bit blurry today, but um, 
so for example, the Tahua who worked with us on the film, she she had a vision that um, that she had heard about our film and had a vision that she should come to the airport and see who we were. Mm-hmm. And it was just me at first. I arrived to um, to do the preparation for the filming, and she looked at me, just stood there staring at me, and said, "Ah, I will be in this film because you have blue eyes, and and the, my grandmother who trained me had blue eyes, and I see that it's safe, and I'll do this film." And then she later said, but I can't be in it and I can't say anything. And we're like, oh, okay, mm. well, just guide us. That's fine. You know, don't we, we, we want people to bring what they want to bring to the film. That was always our intention, um, not to tell people what to do and what to say. Yeah. But then, of course, she joined in and she, she, she revealed that as a history teacher in Tahiti at a, at a, um, a Catholic school, she had never revealed that she had Tahua um, knowledge because she thought she'd be fired, like in this day and age. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah, so, so just that, that's the kind of, um, you know, what that meant is that people kept saying to us, one woman said, we wish we had done the story, but we're really glad you're doing it, so thank you. Yeah. So it, was, it was like that. They're really generous and really um, actually quite, uh, people talk about how Māori um, have led have led other people, other, other indigenous, you know, Tangata Whenua, particularly um, with Tahitians and some also, uh, you know, First Nations people in America as well. It's, it's, I've heard similar things. Yeah, well, I mean, Maori are great. <laughs> the Maori voice was lost for a long time too, and it, yeah. probably this, a similar thing until recently. And there's still that tr- struggle to get, um, you know, the history told in schools and the language in schools too. So, I mean, I guess it's just at a slower pace over there. And I found it really interesting. Yeah. You had, you know, one of the Tahitians say at first he didn't know who Tapaya was. Uh, and, and, and then it later came out that, you know, and maybe he didn't want to talk about it, but they, you know, he saw him as, as a deserter, a traitor who helped the English colonization of the island. Yeah. And, you know, that's another interesting thing, too, because he, they, they really had, he, he was wonderful, that guy, Etua, a tattoo artist, but he did know something of Tupai, but all he knew of Tupai was what? was said in the history books and maybe he knew something from his people but but they didn't they didn't know what happened to him you know they didn't mm-hmm. know wh- where he went so he actually said oh the translator so he uh, he thought of him as the translator for cook rather than an arioi of great stature in his own right in some ways so so after seeing our film i think he changed his mind <laughs> yeah. but also, uh, because also um, another Tahitian that we spoke with, there's, there's so much that's not in the film. We've got acres of research and stories around the stories, around the stories. You know, we were travelling with um, Paul Tapsell, who is a museumologist, and and uh, Michael Tuffery, who has a heart for the Pacific and wants to know more. And myself and Kirk were always going, let's let's just collect the stories that are happening while we're here, anyway. So, so another guy. Um, Ariho, he said that um, he thought felt that Tupai was like a um, uh, that, that he was kind of trying to safeguard. He was trying to understand who these people were, get in on the inside with them, go back, see their culture, get whatever understanding of technology he could, but also 
um, to safeguard your people, you have to understand who the people that are coming are. Mm-hmm. So, um, so some people felt that that was his mission. Also, he was quite old, so he he had his acolyte with him, and part of what he was doing was um, putting the knowledge through to Kaiato, his acolyte, so that should he die, Kaiato could bring it back, you know, yeah. and and tell his people where he had been and who he had seen and what was going on. Um. So how did you discover Tupaya and his story, and what made you want to tell it? Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> Please just do stop me if I... Um, I just start and don't stop very well. I'll try and listen. I have friends who, Maori friends, who have taught me that I need to learn to listen, <laughs> which I do when I'm filming, but when I'm doing interviews, I just don't seem to stop very well. Um, anyway, sorry, so... So I came across it from Zayman Salmon's book, The Trial of the Cannibal Dog, read the book, saw this word name, Tupaya, slipping between the pages, and Anne Salmon and Paul Taxel had been um, researching and, and discovering the, the huge role Tupaya played. So she started planting it into the narrative of the book. I saw it, and, and coming from Fiji, from Fiji straight to Dunedin, I'm sorry Dunedin, but it did feel like arriving at Little England or Little Scotland. <laughs> I was like, what? This place is part of the Pacific and it doesn't feel it at all. Yeah. And I was kind of heartbroken. And so one of my things with my filming and storytelling, I just have always had an urge to tell stories that, that connect Aotearoa back into the Pacific where I, I grew up and where I come from. Um, selfish, but true. But also, I did. I did feel that you know, as as you said, Maori um, have also been Maori stories have been suppressed too, and it's just at a lesser, uh, you know, unsuppressing at a greater rate. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, what were the plans when making this film? Did you have like set out plans? I mean, because of course you did with, with uh, some of the people you're talking to, but it seems that you know it was quite fluid, and you ended up telling stories that you weren't and talking to people that you weren't necessarily setting out to in the first place. So, um, did you was that a deliberate thing to allow yeah, other people to yeah, share their you're stories? Yeah, so onto it. Um, <laughs> it, it really was basically. So, oh, so, so me and Michael Tuffery he had read the same book, and we had always wanted to make another a film together. Um, he was in my film Children's Migration, and um, and we wanted to use his art. So, I told, said about two to buy, and he said, "Yeah, man." He's the man, and we both looked at each other and said, "Let's make a film." <laughs> so, but then, uh, always, I had the feeling that I wanted it to be a really Polynesian journey, where, where instead of trying to tell history in a very Pākehā way, where it's, um, and we did do research and stuff, but but instead of doing it in a very structured, it's all about the research way, we sort of followed the Māori. You know, we just um, we talked to one person and they'd go, what's the person you need to talk to is so-and-so. So we'd go, we'd talk to so-and-so and they'd go, the person you need to talk to is so-and-so as well. And why don't you get so-and-so and such-and-such? And, you know, and even things like Kaha turning up at the airport and choosing us. So we, we, we found people that people sent us to and um, we were chosen by people that chose us. And, yeah, that's how it... So, so it was, you know, and that was part of the... We'd sit down with people and talk. We'd go. We went up to Turanganui Akiwa and sat with the Tupura brothers and um, the people who led the haka there, uh, Logan and Chrissy. And we sat with them and just talked about the story and what the story should be, and asked them to bring their people to the story and interpret it their way. So that 
you know, the haka comes from Rongapukata and, and related iwi, um, and it's what they, you know, who plays the main role they chose. How mm-hmm. that person, my, my big thing was I really want to use authentic um, costuming, you know, I really want to use proper harakeke outfits and proper tapa and, you know, um, kakahu and everything should be authentic and woven and made by people who we will credit in the credit because that every layer of, of Pacific culture is important, that the art is a taonga just as the weapons are. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's sad because you learn in the film near the beginning too that uh, a lot of that was lost in Tahiri. Like, you know, yeah. and that that's shocking, you know. They're, they're trying to figure out the the, um, the tattoos. That, that yeah, yeah. Trying to work the, out to buy tattoos. Actually piecing together things that were said on the Endeavour about it. Yeah. And, um, and, and also things that were said by early historians just when the missionaries had come in about what a high-ranking Arioi's tattoo might be like. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, yeah, just terrible. The, the, the brutal suppression of Tatao was... Because it was too powerful. And Salmon talks about how um, those magic things were really powerful. And, and also in those days, Pākehā too um, were quite terrified of, of ghostly things. Um, and instead, like, for Pacific people, ghosts just can hang out and be part of everyday life. But for Pākehā, they were dangerous. They were anti-missionary, you know? Yeah. Yeah, indeed. So, 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 any, um, so it's like that, uh, in the film, there's a to'o. We got um, this woman wove a to'o, which is an um, image of a god audible. She said while she was weaving it, her people kept telling her to stop. And her grandmother said she was having nightmares and she was terrified and that Emerita should stop. But Emerita just was like, no, I, I would like to make this and I will. She happened to have just finished it when we arrived in Tahiti. And we said, we said, you know, we wondered, do, do you know if anyone has made a to'o? And there was like the one woman who had, had just done one. So it was kind of magic like that. That's amazing. But to'o were dangerous, you know. They were seen as dangerous, so the missionaries chucked every to'o they could find into burning fires, like fires burning all the artefacts. Um, how important was he to Cook's voyage here to Aotearoa? I mean, uh, one one of the things I found amazing was the fact that when Cook came back on his second voyage, you know, uh, the local Māori w- were chanting the name Tupaya uh, and had travelled the, the whole country. Yeah, yeah, amazing, eh? Mm. Well, um, like Anne Maguire and Iranui Maguire says at, um, at um, Tolaga Bay Uawa, she said that um, for her people, Tupaya was the chief. He was the captain of that boat, you know, yeah. uh, because he was from the homeland and they connected to him. They, they, they spoke the same language and he remembered relatives who had gone off to Aotearoa. That was one of his, according to his descendant, one of his reasons for joining the trip. Wow. Um, and Māori remembered him, so he was seen like an, a returning ancestor, and he spoke the language, he could speak of the homeland. The waka came from Raiatia, Tapitahuatia, where Tupai came from. So for Māori, it was like, there's this awesome ancestor who's come back, and we can talk about all our whakapapa goes back to where he's from, and we can all talk together. And there's these kind of weird red and white strangers who we kind of try and <laughs> just sort of, skirt around a bit if we have to but um, Toops was the man, he was at the forefront 
It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, and, and, you know, there's so many rich stories in this film, um, you know, uh, coming from so many places. And, and uh, I, I don't know. It's just a really fascinating documentary. So um, thank you so much for making it. Um, well done. Because it, um, it was a long journey. It was we, haven't, a bloody long we, journey. we haven't talked about that, but it was a long journey. Um, you know, so your perseverance uh, and, and, the, and that of your crew is is, is amazing. So, uh, well oh, done on that. Thank you. Uh, if, thank you. And if you have just one thing you'd like people to kind of take away from it, you know, because I think it's really important to to, to learn about people like Tupaya, you know, and, yeah. and there are many yeah. others. There are many others out there um, yeah. as well. So, what was what would be the one thing you want people to take away? Um. I think one of my huge motivations for making the film is um, to reflect the true beauty and intelligence and gentleness between people within Polynesian and Pacific societies. You know, like I, I love the gentleness shown between men when they put tattoo on each other, um, where they draw silk and moko on each other. I want people to come away with an understanding that that is was here and still is here and and still exists today and and to celebrate it to realize that Aotearoa is a very beautiful and lucky country because of the Tangata Whenua because of the culture that is rich and beautiful here and I hope you know that Māori feels celebrated and that Pākehā who know feel glad and Pākehā who don't know now know you know yeah. that, that would be my biggest thing yeah. but it's only online until tuesday and then it's off and we hope to somehow release it some other way but but please watch it and um and please feedback to us especially if you have any um language knowledge and want to talk about the map and some of the names of the particularly two islands on the map some beautiful things that were revealed in the film that you might be able to help us with Fantastic, fantastic. Like, yes, so it's on till 11pm on the 4th of August at the International Film Festival, nziff.co.nz. I've got um, a couple of tickets to give away, uh, well, download codes, uh, whatever it is, so you can watch it online. So you can text 021 to Radio 1 to win those. Uh, Lala, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you this morning. Yay, thanks so much. You're lovely. Thanks <laughs> for being so kind to my burble. <laughs> <laughs> You're fantastic. <laughs> uh, have a wonderful day, and hopefully we'll talk again. Great. Thank you, too. Cheers. All right. There was Lala Rolls, the director of uh, uh, Dupaya's Endeavour. Check it out, nziff.co.nz, and text them to win those tickets. Thanks for listening to a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.